Technical difficulties have occurred with the hosts of this podcast. Please do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Average Joe Show. AverageJoeShow.com is the website. Talk at AverageJoeShow.com is our email address. I'm Corey Charette, and joining me as always is my cohort and partner in crime, the man who wants to make a car that runs solely on sperm, Mr. Ward Miller. Ward, how are you doing tonight? Uh, you never cease to amaze me with that. <laughs> that that and the fact that you are the cheese whiz general of New Jersey. <laughs> you know, I, I literally, I hate to tell you how pathetic my life is. I spend literally all day Friday sitting there going, what can I say this week? What can I say this week? And at lunchtime, I'm like, I've got it. <laughs> A car that runs on sperm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm 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 always sexist obsessed. So uh how's the weather been over there last week? Oh, uh, we had a crazy windstorm. Um what was that? That was Thursday night. It it was uh it was cra- it was like there was 80 mile an hour winds and and it ended up wait, was did I say Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday night cuz Thursday I went to work and um nobody else could uh there was a lot of people that couldn't make it to work because they didn't have power. You know, um, it, it was just nuts. I, I'd never seen anything like it. And I've, you know, I lived in really bad places for a long time. And the only place I seen worse than that was, uh, South Carolina after hurricane Hugo. Well, it's funny is that we also hit that wind too. And it was, I mean, all night I could hear a sucker whipping. It whipped all day Thursday all night, and it was still like six o'clock this morning. And son of a bitch, the wind was still whipping over here. And and like you said, I almost thought it was a hurricane. I lived in Florida for all these years. I swear to God, we we're getting a goddamn hurricane here. Yeah, well, and then that plane went down last night. And they're they're not saying yet whether or not uh, wind had anything to do with it. But that that was bad in its own right. Oh, definitely was bad in its own right. But you know, the the only good thing about weather this week is our our temperatures were like in the fifties and the sixties here. Oh yeah, same here. Uh, in fact, uh, it was like uh, which day was it? I think it was Wednesday. Tuesday. Tuesday. Wednesday Tuesday, was Wednesday. Sixty. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday was sixty-five. Yeah, it was beautiful. Gotta yeah. love global warming. Yeah, and then well that and then. Uh, Wednesday, it was um, 30. Yeah. <laughs> I can't figure out. Thank God it wasn't freezing. It was cold, but it wasn't It wasn't like winter cold to me. It was just cold. Oh, I went out today. It was it was flurrying. Well, it's no oh, we didn't get any of that. Well, you know, actually, as a matter of fact, yesterday, uh, we're recording this on Friday, so Thursday, February 12th, was the 200th birthday of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, and did did you see that CBS claims that Abraham Lincoln was gay? Uh, how ridiculous is that? What the hell is this about? Uh, I don't know. Apparently on the early show, there was a claim that uh, they, that this uh, professor, Jeffrey Sampson, he argued that 
one of the very interesting stories about Abraham Lincoln is that he might have been gay. Lincoln actually did sleep in the same bed with a gentleman for a four-year period. Rodriguez concluded, so the question of Abraham Lincoln's sexuality still remains a mystery. What? I, I, I don't Who cares? It. Well, the, that goes back to my thinking of CBS doesn't like anything Republican. So the fact that Lincoln was a Republican and CBS gets an opportunity to smear a Republican – they do. You know, um, it's a shame. You know, Christ, Lincoln's, well, well, is that the, okay, that was his 200th birthday. It wasn't right. the, the 200th year he was a president. But, all right, so, <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. Oh, by the way, 200 years ago, you were queer. Get out of here, you jackass. Uh, it, that, that makes absolutely no and sense. And you know they've probably been sitting on this story for weeks going, oh, we can't wait till his 200th birthday so we can say he's gay. Yeah, that's that's and that's my point. <laughs> it, it It's an attack on him because he's a Republican. And and not just a Republican, but you know he's one of the, the greatest and most memorable presidents in this country's history. Yeah, and exactly. Who gives a shit if he was gay? I think it's them taking the opportunity to, like I said, it, CBS doesn't like anything Republican, you know, and, and they proved that when they attacked Bush and, you know, with fake documentation and they didn't vet it, you know, the the whole story. I don't even know. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it, that irritates me about these news stations, and this can be a whole tangent in itself, how they're not unbiased. They 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 favor sides now, you know. If if they they favor Democrats, anything any Republican does that's not perfect, they'll nitpick and twist it to make the, like the Republican is the worst person in the world. What happened? To, what happened to the news of years ago when you know the Walter Cronkite days? When here's the information, we're going to give it to you. This is the facts, and you form your own opinion. Form your own opinion. I never, I never remember a day when a newscaster was leaning one way or the other. You know, years ago when an interview was given to a newscaster, the newscaster asked questions. Question one, question two, question three. If there are follow-up questions, ask follow-up questions. But the questions didn't try to, you know, attack the person. Like if they were interviewing a president, they'd ask the president the questions that needed to be asked. Whatever they were, straight down the middle line. You know, if they didn't like the answer, they they they'd ask another question to follow up to or to explain or whatever. They didn't attack these people like they do nowadays. That's why no one watches the news anymore because of shit like that. Well, I mean, th- there's some other things too. I mean, if it, it, I don't know if did you watch the uh, did you watch Obama's speech Monday night? Oh, definitely not. <laughs> well, I did because I, I I like to see what's going on. <laughs> Did you just change it to a dog over there? No, somebody came in the house and the dogs went crazy. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, so I was watching a speech and I found out that when he goes off a teleprompter, he can't speak at all. Um, you know, the, then when the press start asking him questions, 
he was stuttering like you would never believe. I've heard that about him. I've heard that he's one of those people that can only read a teleprompter and and you know he can't go uh, off the teleprompter. He has to read everything on the teleprompter. He can't use his own mind to you know come up with sentences that make sense. No, because he started like I said, he stuttered and and it was really I mean very obvious that he didn't know what he was doing. Well, this just shows his inexperience as a politician. Yeah, I mean, not just a politician as a public speaker. Uh, you know, you, you'd think that somebody that's the president of the United States, when he's going out and he's defending his position, would be able to articulate his position, you know, in a lucid manner. Mm-hmm. Whereas if if I'm, you know, if you're going to ask me a question about something, anything, that I'm supposed to be knowledgeable of, okay? So he's defending this uh, massive spending bill which we're not going to get into whether I like it or not. But but he is going – he has taken the fight to the American public. That was his idea, was I'm going to go on during prime time and talk about this. Well, you know, he comes out and he says his piece that's, you know, all teleprompted. Then he says, I'm going to take some questions. The questions – the people he went to were handpicked beforehand. He had their names on a piece of paper, so he'd say, "Okay, you know, Angie, fr- Angie from you know Women's Home Journal or wherever it was," and they'd ask a question, and then he'd go up, 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 up. Now you're supposed to be knowledgeable about this. You're supposed to understand your subject matter because you're bringing this to the American people to to say this is a good idea. This is why it's a good idea. But when they question you on it, you can't. Give them a straight answer without stuttering for 10 minutes. Well, well, here's the thing. You talk about knowledgeable. We already know he's knowledgeable because he has all these advisors, all these speechwriters, et cetera, et cetera, that are telling him all the information. Here's the points you need to speak about. Point one, point two, point three, point four. This is what you, got, you need to know. If someone asks you a question, you need to spit this information out. So knowledge – the knowledge part yeah, is I, there. We take that I, out. Public speaking 101 is what he needs to go back and do. Well, that goes back to, like I was saying, I I don't think that he can articulate what he knows, you know, where it's, they say, okay, you know, this is my plan. And and that's what he's calling it. This is his plan. All right. So if this is my plan, I should know every aspect of my plan. I shouldn't have to defer any piece of my plan to anyone else. You know, there was a couple times he deferred to uh, Tim Geiger. The the guy that he put in charge of Treasury who can't pay his own ta- his taxes because TurboTax doesn't work for him. <laughs> it, it works for re- the rest of the world, but apparently it made one hundred forty three thousand dollar. Let me say that one more time: one hundred forty three thousand dollar mistake. Oops. You know that that's not like it. It put the decimal point in the wrong place. You know, it's just uh, that's one of the things that just makes me crazy. But moving forward, <laughs> moving forward, pillows. Uh, yeah, this is an interesting story. I heard about last. Week. I had no way to segue this, so I just yeah. that's that's where you got the moving. Okay, forward. moving forward. 
you want to buy a gift for your lovely wife when you're not home, something that she can remember. Well, it's Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah, whatever. By the time this show comes out, it'll probably be the, the 15th. It'll be President's Day will be coming up. Let's say that. Okay, well, then it's the President's Day. You want to dish out twenty nine ninety nine? You can buy this, I don't know what I want to call unusual. It's called a Hug Me Pillow. What it looks like is the upper torso of a human being. Half of an upper torso. Half of an upper torso. It's got a blue button-down shirt with a a drawn-in pocket and this funky arm that looks like it's supposed to go underneath you so you can have something to snuggle with when you fall asleep. Yeah, and and if you look at the the picture that we have on the average show of the very first picture it looks like the hand is backwards <laughs> it does you, you see where the you see where the thumb uh-huh. is it looks it looks like it goes in and it's just totally backwards like a double jointed person that, there or something yes that is so unnatural looking <laughs> and then it's, then scroll down to the second picture and it looks like the pillow is trying to cop a feel yeah but the the person that they have doing the modeling looks kind of like elizabeth hurley yeah a little bit just saying just saying. A little, bit, so, a little bit too much on the Botox. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna leave it like that so our, so our listeners will go and check it well, out on, he, on the here's site. Here's the thing. Yeah, she, she's here's the thing. How many men let a woman sleep like that on them? Exactly. That's that, I, I can understand the need for it, except you know maybe something that's less creepy. I, I, if, if my wife slept on my arm like that, it would be numb within a half hour. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm not discounting the need for the uh, the apparatus. It's just that that style looks really, really creepy. <laughs> yeah, you know that's creepy. But you know, what else is creepy are these pictures you you showed me about of this pregnant woman. Yeah, that is uh, Nadia Sulman. She had uh, invertive fertilization. For of eight children, octuplets, and she gave birth. Well, she had already had. Uh, it doesn't say here. she has. This is her fourteenth child, so she had what six kids before. Yes. So she's had six kids, and then then she gets a uh, some magic voodoo done on her, and she pops out another eight. Well, I don't think it's as much uh, voodoo as it is um, vitro fertilization is what it is. Yeah, it's as much as it is insano doctors who decide that that's a good idea. Yeah, and this dumb bitch that keeps having kids and no job. Uh huh. And she's getting uh, food stamps. The some of the kids are, I want to say disabled, but she's getting checks for them. She's probably on welfare. People like her should be shouldn't even be allowed to to have children. Period. Not in no. I mean, it, it's you already got six that I'm paying for. You know, now that you got fourteen that I'm paying. That's for. ridiculous. And of those eight, I'm sure that there's some sort of defect in there too. Well, you know, eight kids. You know, obviously the kids there's going to be kids with low birth weight anyway, so they're going to be in the hospital longer. I read somewhere, heard somewhere that it costs to deliver these eight kids, it costs the hospital a million dollars just to get these kids out of her. 
I'm sure that's and true. And that doesn't include any stays in the hospital for these kids, which they say could go up to like 800000 additional dollars. So think about it. $1.8 million spent on this psycho bitch to have eight additional kids to add to the six she's already got. Talk about a food stamp bitch right here. Oh, yeah. Well, the, there's a study out that says that the average child from birth to the time that they graduate college, so that would be, what, 22, 24? Yeah. In that time, it will cost one million dollars. I believe it. You know, and and that's right now with the uh, with the economy the way it is. Now, take it, you know, in another ten years, it'll probably be two million. Okay. So she has fourteen kids. That's twenty-eight million dollars. And she can't even afford one. On kid. her, she can't even afford one kid. The goddamn government, we're paying for her. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah, she had to get inver- <laughs> she had to get vitro fertilization because look how fucking ugly she is. I wasn't gonna go there. Oh, but... <laughs> you got you gotta go there. I'm sorry, I couldn't put your dick near her. I'm sorry. I, I appreciate you sharing well, that, that theory. Yeah. Uh, I have no problem with people having kids as long as they can afford to have children. Exactly. She she is the. Uh, basically the definition of a welfare mother oh, oh she's not even close she's she she's past that i mean you have six kids you're a welfare mom you get vitro fertilization and you know and i know when you get shit like that done you have a better chance of having at least you know twins or triplets out of it because you you know because you're trying harder to get kids you know they're they're doing their little magic on your eggs and all this shit to get you to have kids well, no, no, no. I, I watched an interview with her, and they had taken all of her eggs that she had left. Oh, Jesus. And fertilized all of them. I, and eight, eight was what she ended up with. I, I think it would be great if we could do a, a, a civil case against the damn doctor that allowed this shit to happen. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. There's people out there that are struggling with two, three jobs, trying to feed the one or two kids that they do have that they plan on, and that you know something might happen, and they're struggling to make it every day. And this lady's just like her fucking vagina's like a water slide. The kids just keep sliding out. I was gonna say I had to look like a catcher's mitt, but <laughs> either way, <laughs> like the Lincoln Tunnel, you know. I well, kind of like. Re- <laughs> Mickey Rourke's face. Oh, man. have you have you seen the wrestler yet? No, I have. I heard. I did hear that it was really good, and I had friends of mine who had seen it and said that it was really good. That uh, that Mickey Rourke actually came back. I mean, that that's basically his well, comeback movie. That it's it's that good. Have you ever watched wrestling at all? I mean, did you, were you ever into wrestling or watched it? Familiar enough with it? Yeah. You know, I watched. I I, I grew up in the in the time of Hulk Hogan and yeah. You know, all that Yeah, stuff. me too. When wrestling was actually seemed a little more authentic and not as soap opera-ish as it is today. That the, Mickey Rourke looked the part of a wrestler. You know, it was – I liked the film. There was two good good things about the film. Mickey Rourke played a superb wrestler. You, you didn't realize it was an actor after a while, and uh, Marissa Tomei was naked. So that, that's what really made the film for me. Two, two big wins. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's a good film. You're going to have to check it out if you can just go to the theater to see it or definitely check it out on DVD. But – I was reading this article, and we talked about this a little bit. I almost shit my pants when I found out that Mickey Rourke is only 46 years old. Yeah, he uh, 
he's definitely, I mean, looking at him, he's led a, a very hard life. He, I mean, he's been through rehab a couple times, and yeah, he, he's had a tough. Well, <laughs> I think we're going to have the couple of the year here because apparently, the, according to Rumor Patrol, Mickey Rourke might be dating the one and only Miss Courtney Love, you know, the widow of uh, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> you know, he, he, he should watch that because, you know, the, there's a, a website I've seen, and I don't know if it's legit or not legit but this guy he's a private detective and he was hired by courtney love to find kurt cobain when kurt committed suicide hmm. and basically um th- there's there's information in there that, that makes you go she killed him you know the that the uh emmys were you know, figured it was be, it would be easier or whatever to go. Okay, well, you know, this guy is a heroin junkie. He had, you know, he had a gross amount of heroin in his system, and you know, he shot himself in the head with a shotgun. Okay, except that the amount of heroin he had in his system, by the time he would have finished injecting it, he would have not been able to pick up a shotgun. He would have been unconscious. Well, I never heard that story, but you know it wouldn't surprise me. She she's a freak job, but uh, let's just pray that Mickey Rourke and Courtney Love definitely don't have any kids because those will be some ugly motherfuckers. Oh yeah, well I mean you know the fact that that she's a junkie too probably wouldn't help his case because you know, like I said, he he's done quite a few stints in uh, rehab and and whatnot, and you know and it looks like he's trying to you know, get his shit together and, you know, I, you know, I, I wanted to see him, uh, I'd like to see him actually, you know, get back on his feet. Oh, I, I would too, but I can't, I can't see what kind of roles he would do. Cause he's just, he's beat down, you know, I mean, you know, he can't play a leading, a good looking leading man or anything. He's just, you know, he's gone through hell and high water. Yeah. But at the same time, he, you, you could actually position him to be the hero for the regular guy. True. The hero for the average Joe. True. I don't know. I, I, this is just a rumor that they're dating, but, uh, you know, pick two ugly looking people and put them together. I don't know. Well, you know, in fact, he was spotted with somebody else. I mean, I can't remember who it was. It was somebody that's hot, and I just you can't know, remember who it is. I remember hearing something about that, too. What the, who the hell was it? Because it was like, how the hell do you get with somebody like that? But I'll find Well, it. Here's a funny thing. I, I, you know, side note in here. I'm saying that he, the article says he's 46. I went to Wikipedia page. says he's 56. I, uh, I know Mick Wiki, Wikipedia is, you know – Iffy at best, but I, a ten-year discrepancy. He, I, I'd be more apt to believe that he was fifty-six than forty-six. I, I would too. I mean, I'm trying to. I'm looking to see when he. Uh... Oh, he was a boxer in the nineties. Uh, <laughs> well, I got to look at his filmography. Filmography, but I'm trying to see. Oh, he dated Terry Farrell. Rachel Wood. Rachel Wood. Um, 
nobody really jumps out at me that he was with. No. No, I, I but Well no, in fact Rachel Wood was after the, the wrestler, so Yeah, that doesn't really count. And she was dating Marilyn Manson, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, but you know But she looks Oh well yeah, she looks a lot high. At least she's got her head still on her shoulders. Yeah. Um Come on. Come on. I throw it out at you and you're like, um it's like Hello. I I'm I I missed it. <laughs> oh, head on her shoulders. Woman has a head. Uh, you're lost, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I am. I I have no idea what you're talking the, about. The Muslim story. Your story. Oh. You know it's funny. I'll <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to edit all that well, out. I, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, what was funny is I had everything all lined up for the show, and I uh, somehow for, didn't put that one in. <laughs> so, okay. Anyway, there's a a founder of a uh, of a network that's promoting the positive Muslim image, and he was arrested for wait for it, beheading his wife. So. Um, apparently this guy, he's a publisher of the, uh, let's see, does it say the name of it? Uh, uh Bridges, TV. No, it's Bridges a, TV, is it? Maybe. Founded it's a prominent TV, yeah. Yeah. A prominent Buffalo area businessman who founded the Bridges TV network to improve the image of Muslims in the U S has been charged with second degree murder in the beheading of his wife. Well, that's going to give Muslims a, a bad name. First of all, who in their right fucking mind would cut someone's head off? Well, <laughs> what's funny is you actually asked that as, as a legitimate question. Right. Appar- apparently, that's what these people do. Um, I mean, you look at, at the history of the stuff that, that they've done in Iraq and in in all the Muslim countries, I'm not just gonna you know say you know it's Iraq or you know it's Saudi, it's all of them. You know that's their form of punishment. You know, you do something that, that that's not right or you know that's you know bad in some you know way, shape, or form, they cut your head off. Right. You know, or if you steal something, they cut your hand off. Something's getting cut. But this is Buffalo. New York, USA. Uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, and a lot of people don't realize that these are these kind of people are living amongst us, you know. And uh, you'd think that after nine eleven, that people would be more. What's the word I'm looking for? More apt to be, you know, leery of them. Uh, but they're not. You know, and it's like, you know, everybody wants to, you know, give them a second chance and this, that, and the other thing. And, and, you know, their upbringing is um, barbaric. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they're, uh, you know, to them, that's not out of 
what's the word I'm looking? You know, it's not out of the norm. Right. It's like, oh, oh, she, you know, he, you know, you figure it out. He calls his dad and says, hey, you know, she, she's not cooking me dinner. Oh, cut her fucking head off. <laughs> All right. Sounds like a plan. She, she, she's falling into this American stuff, and she said, we can just go to Taco Bell. Oh, you must cut their head off. All right. Yeah. So that's how that's how she gets whacked. You know, it just you know you want to give the Muslims a bad a bad a, a image. People like that just make it worse. You know. You don't hear anything positive about Muslims. Well, there isn't a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of reason. To, to, to give them the benefit of the doubt because, you know, the only time you hear any stories about them is when they're strapping a bomb onto themselves and walking into a crowded um, shopping mall or, a, you know, a, a store or a bus. You know, you don't hear any kind of positive stories because there aren't any, you know? Yeah. You know, the thing that I, with all these religious fanatics and uh, foreigners or whatever you want to call them that live here, you got to understand this is the United States. You got to follow our rules. We go to your countries. We got to follow your rules. Oh, I know. When, when I, I went to uh, when I was in the Air Force, I went to Turkey, and one of the things that they, I mean, before, I, I don't know if you when you were in if you traveled overseas anywhere, but um, when I went there. You know, there was a handful of thing. you know, the do's and don'ts. I mean, you had to actually go to a briefing, have it signed off before you could, before you could go there, you know, and it's simple, you know, it's silly stuff. Like you can't wave at anyone with your right hand because that's a sign of disrespect. You can't sit with your legs crossed and show anyone the bottom of your shoes. That's a sign of disrespect. I, they're the only ones I remember because it was just so freaking bizarre that I'm getting this briefing from a uh, major who's telling me that this is the way it's going to be. Yeah. But you know what? That's, that's the way it is. You have to respect other countries, customs and courtesies as you would expect them to respect yours when they come to your country. Yeah, you're right. But I, I can't imagine beheading somebody. I can't, I can't even fathom what it would feel like or that's just ugh. Well, don't don't you remember that early on? Um, was it before the Iraq War? Before 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 nine eleven? No, 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 no. Before, I, I think it was bef- I, I think it was before the the war in Iraq started. They or maybe it was right after it started. They they took that that guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. And they took him prisoner, and then they cut his head off, and then they set his head on the middle of his back. And I remember seeing them them pictures online. Yeah, I know. I always think of that when I when I hear something about a beheading. Oh, why do you always pick the great stories? It's just something that looked interesting. I, I yeah. you know, and it's it is interesting. It's just weird. It is, it's a little morbid. It is weird. It's. Uh... It's kind of like, you know, beheadings. You see a lot of that stuff in zombie video games, actually. 
Yeah, and speaking of video games, uh, you got a story about that, and I, I don't even want to try and steal your thunder on this one. Oh, you know how I am. I love my last story of the night. Uh, this is a do-it-yourselfer, actually. <laughs> it's a it, it's a joystick. In more ways In than more one. In more ways than one, it's a joystick, and it looks like it's for an Atari system. I, first of all, I don't know, even know who owns an Atari. Oh, it's an Atari, Atari flashback system. I guess they make an Atari system that has like all the games built into it. And it's uh, some yeah. I've I've actually seen them. They it's a it's not the Atari like with the uh, the cartridges with the cartridges in it. Yeah, it's basically it's the handheld control, the, the old Atari control mm-hmm. that plugs through uh, RCA cables directly into your TV. Oh yeah, I've seen a little the little portable versions, like the ten dollar ones. This must be something a little bigger with more games in it. But uh, it brings back memories. I remember, I remember the Atari joystick. But anyway, this is a do-it-yourself thing to uh, modify the joystick, and they call it a – wait for it – a joy dick. Yeah, that's right, boys and girls. It's basically it, – it looks like a dildo of some sort where you can modify it to move it left, right, you know, um, backwards and forwards. You put it in your hand. No, 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 what? no, no. <laughs> I think that it, looking at it, that's only for demonstration purposes. Oh. Yeah, that's oh. only for demonstration purposes. Oh. oh, I stand corrected. So you're telling me that, that that blue thing is not really the joystick? No. Oh, I am so wrong here. I, I glanced through this article. and I There's a video to AverageJoeShow.com. We have the link for it. Uh, so you're telling me that this actually goes on your unit? Yeah, pretty much. So okay, that that's that. Well, that's the idea behind it. If you watch the uh, the video, you watch the video again, and instead of just watching the video, pay attention to what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the the object is that this will keep you going until you can't go anymore. So what it is, it's a device that you put around your penis. <laughs> I stand corrected. Apparently Ward owns one of these things. It's a device that you put around your penis. No, I, no, no. I, I I don't own one, but I am going to build one. <sighs> Please do not show us a video of this. Please do not make a YouTube video. We do not want to see that. Well, I just bought a new camera so I can do that. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, you can intercut it with your uh, podcast. <laughs> So we're going to cook some chicken now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway. No, it's only going to be one frame, so it's subliminal. I'm going to do subliminal stuff. <laughs> oh, please. I am not watching your show anymore. So anyway, um, I, if this goes on your penis and you – somehow it, it works with the uh, motions of your penis. You push your penis forward, back, left, and right like a joystick. You can control the game. And there's also an additional piece you can make that it goes on your it's go on your finger I think like that. So you can go up when you stroke up and down it it shoots the fire button. Yeah, and the faster you go the faster it shoots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is Now you're talking about the game, right? You're talking about the video game. I'm still on the video game, yeah. So basically the game ends when you when you when do you do yeah 
<laughs> this is definitely a, a nerd creation. You know, the, all nerds do is play video games and masturbate. So put them together. There you go. I, I'm sorry. Do you really want to whack off to a, a eight bit color blocked video game from like 1981? Yeah, uh, I, I don't really see you doing that. The so. Oh, hello. Well, you, that that gives asteroids a whole new name, <laughs> or a whole new meaning. There's not two S's in asteroids. Be, there. Yeah, it could be hemorrhoids. <laughs> I I don't I don't know I don't I don't I can't see myself masturbating the, to uh, Pitfall, you know. <laughs> no, not at all. It, it, it's it's but it is kind of funny. <laughs> and the funny thing, very... you look you look at the video, you think it's a joke, but if you go to the website, they actually give you. Full instructions. Yeah, step by step. How to make it? Yeah. So someone actually made it, and I love the fact that they take the Atari joystick and, and put Kleenex in there and make it a Kleenex box. Yeah. So when you're done, you can clean up. Uh, yeah, that's just totally nuts. <laughs> oh, geez, you had to say nuts, didn't you? <laughs> you son of a bitch! Oh my God! This has been a very, very strange show. Starting off with Abraham Lincoln being gay to masturbating video games. Okay, there. There yeah, you go. Ward must be using his microphone to masturbate over there. I don't know what's going on. No, my headset just got uh, discombobulated for a second. <laughs> okay, so that about wraps up this week's unusual episode. So, uh, okay, obviously we'll talk about. Our podcast here, I made fun of Ward's podcast, but seriously, Restaurant Food Fast is a pretty good show. What's uh, what's this month's theme on the show? Uh, this month we're doing uh, Eastern European cooking, and last week's um, was a chicken popper kosh. And what's going up this week is a um, it's like a. Uh, stroganoff sort of but it's not it's you have to watch it i I don't want to give anything away it's pretty good though that's good definitely have to check that out restaurantfoodfast.com of course it's it's a great show it's i like i said 30 minutes of your day it's not going to kill you to watch this yeah and you might learn something well i do even if you i mean we all know basic, basic stuff of cooking, but there's things in there that you don't realize. You know, you talk about things from like knives to, you know, how to cut the meats with the grains or against the grains and stuff like that, that, you know, somebody like you and me, an average Joe, you know, we don't know. Don't even think no, about it. No, we don't. We no. just chop up the food and that's it. Yeah, and then you go, why is it so tough? And then and, and if, you watch something like that and it explains and it. And it's great, though. And it's it's a great show. You know, Chuck doesn't use... Measuring cups, he goes, you know, add enough flour till it's this consistency. This is what you want in it, you know. And that's the way, yeah. that's the way real cooking well, is. Well, the other problem that we found was that if we did, you know, exact recipe shows that, uh, you know, somebody would say, okay, well, I was cooking this for 15 people and it wasn't enough. You know, so now we kind of just, you know, play it by, by uh, play it by ear. Well, that's the way cooking really is. I mean, when you get comfortable enough with cooking, you you know about how much to add. You know, everything's done by sight. You know, a pinch here, a dash there. You know, that that becomes the norm. I mean, I've cooked a few things. I'm not like you know anything like Chuck, but I've cooked a few things where after a while, you know exactly how much to put in just by eyeballing it. Yeah, that's the way he is, and it's great. It's a great show. So make sure you guys check it out. Restaurant Food Fast. 
com. Check out my other podcast I do, Tech Gain Show, TechGainShow.com. And of course, this is Average Joe Show. All the links to the show, all the links to the stories we talked about are on our website, AverageJoeShow.com. Check them out. We link to everything. So, you know, we're talking about a picture. You don't know what the hell we're talking about. Check out the website. It's Links are right there. It just opens up a new window. Boom. There's the article. You can read it along while you're listening to the show. Send us emails at talk at AverageJoeShow.com. Tell us what's good, what's bad, what's ugly. Uh, leave comments on the website. Just all three of these podcasts we talk about. Leave us comments. We want to know what do you like, what don't you like. You know, these shows are here for you. I won't sound like a PBS station, but without you guys telling us what you like and what you don't like, these shows will just fade away. You know, we're doing it for the for the love of the shows. We love we love these shows. We love to do these shows. You know, I'm making zero dollars off my shows. Ward's making less money because he's buying equipment left and right. Seems like over there. You know, we're doing this for the for the fun of it. If we, yeah, I've actually raised three dollars and seventy two cents. Well, and you through advertisement. Uh huh. And how much did that camera cost you? Two hundred and seventy nine dollars. Okay. So your camera was two hundred seventy nine dollars. So you need you got two hundred and seventy two dollars and change to go. You know, you know, we're doing this because we love it. This is something we all love to do. So please check out all our sites. We got all the links here. Just you know, leave us comments. If it's bad, say, hey, this is bad. Explain why it's bad. We want to know why it's bad. You know what? I go to Restaurant Food Fast. I, I, I'll i say, hey, you know, I like the show, but what happened here? Or, you know, there's something skipped here. Or, this was a good show. This was great. I learned something. This is great. Leave comments. We want to hear, hear from you guys. Absolutely. We live off the comments, especially my show does. You know, because, you know, a lot of our stuff is we want people to come in and tell us, hey, I made this uh, – you know, chicken popper cost that you did before, and it's really good, and blah, 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 blah. I hear water running. Are you taking a popper kosh over there right now? <laughs> no, not at all. I was like, what the hell? Is he taking a piss? <laughs> no. <laughs> so seriously, guys, leave comments. We'd love to hear from you guys. And, of course, we want to thank you for coming back this week to listen to the Average Joe Show. We release new episodes. I, I want to say Sunday, but I don't know. Last week it was Monday. It's just... I kept putting it off. So hopefully this week it'll be back to Sunday, Saturday or Sunday. Keep an eye out for it. I, I you know, follow us on Twitter, averagejoeshow.com. Follow me on Twitter, coreycharette.com, C-O-R-E-Y-C-H-A-R-E-T-T-E. Wardy, Wardy, what's yours? Wardy what? It's Wardy22. Wardy22, Wardy22 Twitter. Follow us. Tells us about the podcast. We, we tell you what's going on there. We put the links up there too, so we'll, we'll keep you connected. Trust us. We we I tweet some good stuff. Ward, I don't know. I don't know. Do you tweet anything good? I try. It takes a while. It takes a while to get in that Twitter thing. You know, once you figure once you figure it out, you know, it's great. Yeah, it, it, but you're exactly right. It it's hard to explain to somebody what it's for. I don't. You know, and I've had I've had plenty of people say, you know. You're on Twitter. Yeah. Why? It's social networking. Mm-hmm. But what does it mean? How do you explain it? It's a microblog. What's that? All right. It's kind of like a blog, but you can only use 140 characters. Well, that's stupid. You know, so you're like, all right. Um, it, it's just a, a, a way of doing a broadcast of very short messages to people who follow you, who are your friends, or or people you've never met. 
it's social networking at 140 characters. Yeah, kind of, sort of. I, there, I don't know how to explain it. No one can explain it, I don't think. But anyway, we can spend a whole other show on what Twitter is and what the hell it isn't. But anyway, want to thank you guys for joining us this week, listening to the show, downloading it. Make sure you come back. Again, AverageJoeShow.com. Talk at AverageJoeShow.com is the email address. We want to hear from you guys. Until next week, we hope you have a good one. 